What up, people? It is Wednesday, April 8th. My name is B. Hill, and this is Just My Opinion Podcast. Uh, I'm just going to jump right into it this week. Um, my thoughts are all over the place right now. I've been quarantined for, what, almost a month now? Which basically means that a lot of stuff is shut down. Um, and even though I work from home, so I'm home most of the time. I'm still getting a little restless because I like to be out and about. If it's going to the movies, if it's hanging out with friends, uh, going bowling or whatever the case may be, I just don't have those other options right now. So just been a little restless sitting at home, Um, but trying to keep in touch with everybody through phone and uh, FaceTime apps, things of that nature. So hope everybody's being safe. Uh, But let's get with this. The news of the day was Bernie Sanders dropping out of the, the presidential race. Uh, he suspended his campaign today, and I'm kind of glad he did. Um, kind of have mixed feelings because in 2016, I voted for Bernie Sanders in the primary, uh, and of course voted, voted for Hillary uh, in the election. But this time, I did not vote for Bernie, and I know I've mentioned on previous podcast that my issue with Bernie is and his supporters um, they just seem so unwilling to compromise and there's a faction of his supporters that are very radical uh, almost like Trump supporters and that's just not appealing to me and a perfect example was a friend of mine had posted something on Facebook earlier and I gave my opinion I specifically said, this is my opinion. Um, And my opinion is, I like some of Bernie's ideas and some of the programs he's suggesting, but his suggestions uh, would not be able to get enough support to be passed Uh, because I think there's such a lack of meeting in the middle and no middle ground to him and his supporters. So that was my main gripe with Bernie Sanders. Uh, I think he's a good dude. Like I said, I agree with some of his policies. I like some of them, but I don't think he would win an election because of the fact he would not have enough people from uh, independence or the on the fence Republicans that would agree with a lot of stuff he said because everybody um, thinks he just wants handouts for everybody. And so basically, that was my opinion. I stated that was my opinion. And some girl came back with this long uh, argument about this was after Joe had uh, withdrew his candidacy. But she responded with this long, uh, drawn out response to me about uh, people come out and think they're uh, pseudo political analysts and all of this stuff and talking about big banks and all of that. And my response to her was. First of all, I never said I was an expert on anything. I specifically stated it was my opinion. And uh, that's just what it was. I said, she's the type of person that irritates me. At this point, if you're a Bernie supporter, that's cool. We have right to our opinion. But if you don't vote uh, or get on board and support Joe Biden, Trump wins again. And if that's what you want, cool. If you don't want to vote, that's cool. That's your right not to but don't bitch and complain when Trump wins again because you decided not to support. And 
I also told her uh, Joe Biden put out a statement today and he liked a lot of Bernie's uh, ideas. And some of those I think he will incorporate into his platform. But you have to get that first before anything can be approved and or passed. Any legislation can be passed. And that's what I was trying to explain to everybody. Um, you have to be able to get there first. There was no path to victory, in my opinion, for um, Bernie Sanders at this point. I think people feel like some of his ideas are too radical and they just wouldn't pass. So once you get there, you have to make sure you get in a place to where you can get this legislation passed first. And once you're there, that's where you can really start affecting change. Uh, And again, all of that is my opinion, but her unwillingness to even see that side of it is very short-sighted. And I also told her, I'm looking at the bigger picture. Who is his, because she brought up Joe having dementia. I think that may be the case. But who is his running mate going to be? That's the biggest part to me. And also flipping the Senate because we're close now. Uh, I think we're only a few seats away from flipping the Senate. So if they flip the Senate, it doesn't matter who the president is. So even if Trump were to win again, if they can flip the Senate and keep the House, he'll be gone either way. So I'm looking at big picture instead of this short sight mindset of, you know, it's either Bernie's way or the highway. And if that's how people want to think, that's fine. I don't care. I mean, that's your opinion. But I'm not going to continue to argue with people about my opinion. You have your opinion. I have mine. We can agree to disagree. And that's fine. Um, So that was the big news from today. Uh, And apparently Bernie did throw his support behind Joe Biden. I think Joe could find a very good place for him in his cabinet. Um, I think Elizabeth Warren would be great in his cabinet. I personally think Joe may pick Kamala Harris as his running mate, which I think would be a good choice, or Stacey Abrams. Um, But whoever he doesn't choose, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Stacey Abrams, I think all of these people have a very bright future in the cabinet if he's able to get there. Uh, But the important thing is to just, everybody needs to come together and throw support behind him. And I would vote for whoever is running on the Democratic side. I don't care who it is. If it was a tree, I would vote for the tree because that's better than what we have now. So we have to find a way to come together, accept the fact that Bernie has withdrawn his name, he suspended his campaign, come together, and let's try to get this done in November. Um, Because right now, the way things are going, this is just, it's more and more irritating by the day. And when you don't think it can get any worse, it does every day. Um, this coronavirus, the way this has been handled, uh, the constant lies and the briefings, I'm just kind of at my wit's end. I can't even watch it anymore. And I'm hesitant to even look at the highlights because all this dude does is stand up there and lie or deflect every single day. Um, you know, the past couple of weeks, there have been very uh, several very straightforward fairly easy questions and <clears throat> every time he gets a question he doesn't like it's it's a nasty question um i think i talked about the one question that a guy asked well just say to the american people that are scared his response was that's a nasty question uh a lady asked him the other day about jared kushner 
talking about the stockpile of medical supplies. In Jared Kushner's um, press conference, he said those are our supplies and not allocated to the states. Well, what are they there? Who is our? So when Trump was asked about that, he said our means the states. That's not what Jared Kushner said, you dumbass. Um, also, he was asked about, um, he's been asked about numerous things where he just sits there and lies. And there was a report that came out from Health and Human Services where they uh, surveyed over 300 hospitals and asked the hospitals how they think everything was going. And it was a negative review. And the Inspector General for that Health and Human Services Department um, released this report. And it's not her report. It's not her words. It's a survey they did with multiple hospitals. Uh, when asked about that report, he got mad because apparently he thought this person was, well, first he disagreed with the report. Then he deflected and said this person was, it, it's political. Everything is political. Whenever you don't agree with him, well, and the person that was in reference um, that released the report has been in that position since 1999. But he thinks it's an Obama plant or an Obama holdover that he can just blame Obama. I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm just tired of it. And now he's touting this drug um, who apparently he may have financial ties to. And he's telling people to take this drug for uh, the coronavirus and it's unproven. They have done some testing, but the testing has not been sufficient and it's not completed. But he's telling people to take this drug without even talking about the possible side effects of it. Um, so this too will furthermore get more people killed. Man, it's just tiring. You know, I try to look at the bright side of stuff, but as of right now, the way this quarantine is going, the way he's handling this stuff, uh, the way he told Mike Pence to uh, not call the governors of states that don't kiss his ass, basically. Uh, I've just never seen anything like this uh, because when you're the president, you have to be the president of all and not the president of people that kiss your ass. And he's the president of the people that support him. He surrounds himself with yes people. And anyone that disagrees, he cuts you off and he will try to retaliate against you. Um, no, I'm just, um, I'll be glad when this madness is over. Uh, on another note, a couple of weeks ago, uh, a young lady hit me up on one of the dating websites. We exchanged information that we had been talking the past couple of weeks. Uh, 41 years old, no kids, owns a house, a uh, good job. She's been there for 20 years. I mean, everything's cool. Conversation was really, really cool. Uh, we actually had one conversation that lasted over eight hours. And that was one conversation, the same conversation. Multiple conversations of five, six hours. Uh, I love talking to her. Uh, we just had a lot of things in common. We actually grew up in the same area moved to the same area um, and it was just cool it was refreshing to be able to talk to somebody that could hold a very uh, intelligent conversation we could laugh and joke 
and everything was good. Of course, because of the coronavirus, we haven't been able to meet up, so we had planned to do that until uh, I found out she voted for Trump. And that wasn't necessarily the only reason we stopped talking, but I'm okay with having healthy debates as long as you can articulate um, why you feel the way you do without using talking points. And she said she had voted for Obama twice and she was just disappointed. And her and her brother, uh, they stopped talking because he's a, a Democrat and he thought she was stupid for voting for Trump and they just can't agree on it. Um, and she made it known that she wasn't a Democrat and I said that was cool. I'm open to anybody. I'm, I'm willing to listen. Uh, I'm pretty open-minded that way. But I mean, your opinion would not rub off on me. But um, there was one conversation we had and when she was telling me about her and her brother not speaking anymore where she was saying that if he wants to be a socialist, he can be one. I didn't say anything at first. And she said it again, and I just asked her, you know, what do you consider a socialist? And why is that a bad thing? And she was saying, oh, it's just the people that want handouts. And, uh, you know, they want everything for free, free college and free this and just free money and all of this stuff. And I said, so basically what Wall Street wanted uh, the banking industry, the airline industry wanted once now, the cruise industry wants a handout now from the government, the auto industry wanted a handout from the government. So is that what you're talking about? And she got quiet. And really socialism is things that the government pay for. That I think that's what everybody thinks. You know, when people use the term socialism as a negative, they think of like the welfare system. And I know I've talked about this before, but a lot of people on welfare um, work one or two jobs, but they don't make a living wage. Um, so therefore they need extra assistance from the government. And this is the perfect time to show why um, the minimum wage needs to be increased because what they consider essential employees, people out there now, if you look at the fast food restaurants, um, they're the ones working. And where are the CEOs of these companies sitting at home making the profits while their employees are putting themselves at risk uh, for $7.25? That's just not cool. But back to my story about her. Um, also, I said, you know, socialism is things that are government-funded, correct? She said, yeah. I said, well, who pays for the police departments? Who pays for the fire departments? Who pays for city parks? Sanitation. Those are things that are government-funded with taxpayer dollars. So would you consider that socialism? She couldn't say anything. Then uh, she made a comment about she made a couple of comments about Obama during the administration when uh, one was when the H1N1 uh, swine flu came and it took him six months to name it a pandemic or whatever the case was. But that's a Fox News talking point because when you research it, that is correct. It wasn't deemed a pandemic for several months, but within a week of the first case being uh, diagnosed in the United States, he deemed it a serious health emergency and they were already working on ways to combat it so in theory part of the statement is correct 
but it was out of context. And also, um, the other thing she said was how the Obama administration depleted the stockpile of medical equipment needed and left the incoming administration, which is the Trump administration, with little uh, supplies for medical emergencies like we have now. Partially true. When they, the Obama administration had to fight the H1N1, they did deplete uh, the stockpile that the government had. But the administration was told about that when, before they even came into officially took office. The new administration, the Trump administration, didn't do anything about it to replenish that stockpile. And also what we did have, this dummy, he sent it to China. 17 million tons of uh, supplies to China in February after we already known that the pandemic was coming. And we all had reported cases here. Um, so I just, it, to me, it said a lot about her. And although she was cool, I enjoyed the conversation. Just that thought process is not a good match for me because it's not rational. And the way I think, I'm a very rational person. I'm an analytical person. I ask a lot of questions. And a lot of her uh, replies, well, you can't defend what you believe. Uh, I kind of have an issue with that. And it, again, you have a right to your opinion. I have a right to mine, but I don't have to like it. I don't have to deal with you. Uh, that's a small part of the reason why we didn't continue talking. And I won't even get into the rest of it, but it was just a huge misunderstanding. And that said a lot about her too. Uh, but anyway, um, so just a lot going on. I've been kind of in the mood over the past weekend. I actually was going to do this Sunday, but I just mentally wasn't prepared for it. Um, I was at the grocery store, and there was an older man bagging my groceries, and he was helping me out to the car, and we started talking about, you know, ready to just get back to normal. And he said, yeah, I'll be glad when I can just get back to my job. And I just thought this man, he does not want to be bagging groceries. He, I'm sure he has a career, and I give him kudos because he got any job that he could take to, just to get some money coming in and there are so many people in this position right now where they just have to take any job outside of what their normal uh, job and probably salary and everything else is just to get some money coming in um, and it made me think of how fortunate and blessed I am I've been working at home for the past three or four years uh, I don't have to leave and I have a job work for one of the largest insurance companies in the nation um, and I have a job that's considered essential for now at least uh, so I don't have to miss work um, and actually a part of our department has been really busy and they've been offering overtime so I'm very blessed and thankful that I have this job where I can be at home um, and it's not a transition for me I'm not necessarily affected at this point uh, but, you know, that can change at any moment. But as of right now, I'm not affected. But just so many people are. And when I just sit with those thoughts, it does bother me. Because I think about other people a lot more than I think about myself. Yes, I am blessed. I wish everybody was as blessed as I am. And I don't take it for granted. Um, I know it. Um, and I'm appreciative of it. And I'm just hoping and praying that everybody can get back to 
what they were doing. Uh, this has been such a horrible uh, time right now. And I guess one of the biggest things that bothers me is the fact that there's no time frame on when we can get back to normal. Um, I think right now we're going to have lasting effects for years um, with what's going on and with how a lot of industries have been shut down. It's, it's just, I've never seen anything like it. Going into the grocery store and most of the people have masks on and gloves on. and You know, these are things that I've seen in other countries, but I never thought I would see it here. So it's just a different time that we're adjusting to. Um, and I know that we'll get past it at some point. Oh, uh, and then my WTF of the week. Uh, there was a girl, 18-year-old girl in Carrollton, Texas, which is not far from me. It's probably a 20-minute drive from me. Went on Facebook Live and Instagram Live saying that she was diagnosed with uh, coronavirus and she was at Walmart and, you know, spitting on stuff. And, and you've seen this a lot. Uh, if you look at the news or Facebook or anything, a lot of videos of people coughing on other people and uh, saying that they have the the coronavirus and these stomachs are getting arrested for this stuff because uh, that's considered a terrorist threat and you can get a felony for that so they did finally arrest her so she's been charged with I think it was a third degree felony and deservedly so whether you have it or not just that threat is enough uh, so that's stupid and then the other one is I saw a video of this older guy he had to be in his 50s 60s trying to get lights on the ground he put a firecracker in his eye and lit it and let it explode and it's just the things people do just for some likes I just won't for the life of me will never understand uh, but more power to you I hope you still can see I let I and my rebel middle finger for this week goes to the Supreme Court uh, because the Supreme Court voted against uh, the citizens of Wisconsin being able to have mail-in ballots and they had a major election go on this week um, and they had to put their health at risk in order to vote and a lot of the voting the polling places were closed or they decreased the number of polling places especially in minority neighborhoods which that's nothing new but a population of 300,000 with only five polling places uh, doesn't make sense at all and the Supreme Court actually did their vote, I think, through like live chat or something like that from home. I know they were at home when they made their vote. So it's okay for you to vote at home, but you don't want other people to do that. Um, I think that's shitty. And also, when Trump was asked about it in the press conference, he thinks mail-in ballots, there's a high risk of voter fraud and all of that stuff. But the reporter reminded him, he did the same thing. He had a mail-in ballot since he's been in office to Florida. And he said, oh, well, I can do that. So what's good for you is not good for everybody else. I mean, it's, I think that's why I was telling somebody the other day, I always knew Trump was an asshole. But the number of people that support him and try to justify his actions when it's clear he's an idiot and he's self-serving, um, it just... That's what amazes me the most. Just the number of people that will support him and try to 
uh, justify what he's doing and don't see anything wrong with it. They don't see the nepotism going on. And just real quick, um, now that Biden is probably the clear Democratic nominee, there's going to be a whole lot about this Hunter Biden, uh, Burisma, non-scandal uh, put in the press. But I hope Democrats come out and talk about what him and his family are doing now, Ivanka, especially what Jared Kushner is doing, what his sons are doing. All of these people are benefiting from the office of the president. And I had another discussion with uh, somebody on Facebook. Uh, you know, somebody had made the comment that you know Trump is such a patriot. He's foregoing his uh, presidential salary for the betterment of the nation. And my response was, this is the same guy that uh, he uses his office. He goes to Mar-a-Lago often. And taxpayers are paying for him to go to his own hotel and paying for rooms, which are, from last I heard, was an exorbitant amount of money per room for himself, his staff, his secret service. All that money is going to his pocket. And then somebody uh, made the comment about him being a billionaire. Why does he need money from uh, taxpayers? And I'm like, hey, dummy. Um, where do you think the money is going when he goes to his own properties where, who do you think is paying for that where do you think the money is going I'm like but they'll believe anything this fool says I said so I guess you uh, I hope you don't get windmill cancer because this fool said that windmills cause cancer you know it's just, the, just the rationale about these people I guess I don't get okay enough for that um, on the positive note if there is one uh, the only thing I can say is nothing lasts forever and this too shall pass and I hope it's rather sooner than later because I'm getting restless. So that is it for this week and I promise I will do these on a more consistent basis at least once a week. Um, y'all stay safe, wash your hands, wear your mask, whatever you need to do. Don't be around people. Until next time, peace. Mm-hmm.